Welcome to another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia. Today we'll be talking about a Spurs loss to the New Orleans Pelicans. What does it all mean going forward? You know, the Spurs now looks like they're going to be facing off against the Golden State Warriors. So we'll talk about what the Spurs chances will be and a little bit more on this all new episode of the Two Shots Podcast starting now. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We are joined by Tom Tom and also Thomas, the Spurs dude, Vega. And what did you guys think about this Spurs game tonight on the road to close out the season against the New Orleans Pelicans? Was you Were you surprised, not surprised that the Spurs lost on the road? We'll start with you, uh, Tom Tom. What did you think? No, I wasn't surprised at all. I mean, uh, like I said before the podcast, this gave me kind of a deja vu feeling, you know, <laughs> uh, three years ago, uh, going into New Orleans in the last game of the season, uh, with a chance to uh, be a higher seed. And then, you know, uh, we've been one and 12 in our last 13 uh, road games. So this was kind of how I saw it playing out. I mean, I thought, you know, I won't necessarily say I predicted a loss, but, you know, it didn't surprise me. But what I didn't expect was to get ran out the gym like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, that kind of was a surprise. But when you look at the stat sheets and you see actually what happened tonight, once again, the Spurs didn't get back on transition defense. And basically the the Pelicans just ran right over them. I can even give you the stats as far as what it was as far as the, the fast break points. And not only did they beat the Spurs on the fast break points, they beat the Spurs in the inside game and points in the paint. I mean, that was it was quite quite striking when you kind of see everything all at once. This is what happened. This is what boiled down. You had fast break points. Spurs on the night had 17. Pelicans had 32 fast break points. Second chance points. Spurs edged the Pelicans out in that department, meaning they kind of beat them in the 50-50 ball area and the offensive rebounds. Spurs had 17 points, Pelicans 14 points in the paint. Spurs had 42, Pelicans a whopping 78. That's where they really gave it to the Spurs. They ran over them and they bullied them in the paint. They really didn't have an answer for Anthony Davis or Miracek. You know, they kind of basically scored at will. And, you know, that's to be expected. I mean, you can't have LaMarcus Aldridge doing battle against these guys all by himself. He needs help. And unfortunately, Paul Gasol isn't that, doesn't have that lateral quickness he once did. So you're out there, you know, getting these mismatches with, you know, a Danny Green or a Patty Mills or Tony Parker trying to, you know, guard some of these these big men. And, I mean, they're just going to shoot right over him. What did you think about the game tonight, Thomas? I mean, what did you see or did not see? Yeah, pretty much what Tom Tom said. You know, I'm not really too surprised about this outcome. Uh, you know, every time, you know, we play in New Orleans, for some reason, you know, the Spurs always have a hard time playing there. I don't know if it's some voodoo magic that's going down. It's that there, King that Cake Baby. Got... That thing scares me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's got to be something going on. But for some reason, you know, well, the Pelicans, they do match up. They do match up with the Spurs team, and they've always matched up with the Spurs. And, you know, Heading into this game, I didn't think they were going to win regardless. Um, I just didn't see them beating the Pelicans, especially when you got, uh, you know, the length of Anthony Davis, you know, blocking shots, 
you know, he, he really makes a difference out there, you know, with his LinkedIn size and the Spurs don't have LinkedIn size. The biggest guy they have out there is Marcus Aldridge, but even he's not really considered a long, you know, wing center, you know, Anthony Davis, he did, you know, cause a lot of, uh, you know, missed shots. You know, he de- he deflected, he altered a lot of shots even on, on the Marcus Aldridge because of his tight, his size advantage. And it's hard to shoot over him because he's athletic. And you could see it. And it's just outrun out the gym, you know, by a younger, you know, they like to play run and gun, fast break basketball. Rajon Rondo likes to, you know, push the ball up the floor. And anytime they're playing like that, they're going to, they're, they always seem to win those type of games. Uh, but the Pelicans always seem to play better at home than they do on the road. So it's not too surprising to me that they lost to them. But, uh, yeah. you know, you know, it's the same old thing again with the Spurs. You know, Danny Green ain't <laughs> worth two dimes. You know, I'll take two tacos for this guy. I mean, really, like he's cold tacos too. (laughs) Yeah, not even microwave, just cold. It's like this, you know. It it, the Spurs are gonna have to make some uh, big decisions in the off season because this is not gonna work. True enough, Danny Green. And what do you think, Tom? Tom, I mean, what did you think about? the performance as of late from, you know, like a Patty Mills and, and Danny Green, which are, are, you know, kind of our role players that we kind of p- spend a lot of money on, you know, in the off season to get go them out of there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of like a, a cousin that overstate their welcome. You got to go. Yeah. Get them out of there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Disconnect the cable, turn off the electricity and don't buy any food. Time to go. That's right. That's right. Spurs got a lot of tough decisions to make this summer. They yeah. they need a they need a shakeup on this roster in the worst yeah. way. I yeah. Wow. That's, so it's time to run them away. In other words, you know they they overstayed their welcome. You know Danny Green to me is kind of an enigma because we do need somebody out there as a defender. You know Kawhi has been absent most of the the season except for nine games that he that he played in, and Danny Green I think has done a decent enough job on the defense. That the problem is. We need some offensive shooting, you know, from him. And we don't get that very often. I mean, if it's it's kind of maybe he'll score, maybe he won't. And now I think it's kind of unfair as to us as Spurs fans to expect, oh, it, we, Danny Green is, is doing good if he scores six points or, or nine points on the night and had a mediocre shooting night. I mean, we should not be, I guess, content with mediocrity. And that's what we're getting in spades, both out of Danny Green's performances from time to time and also a Patty Mills, you know. I think Popovich has done a lot of uh, sticking up for, for Patty Mills this season, you know. But when you look at it in the grand schemes of things, I mean, you've, you've paid this man $50 million and you let go uh, Jonathan, you know, Simmons and you let, I mean, Dwayne Dedman go, an athletic big man who's a good rim protector. We could have used them both this season, and yet we oh, have a yeah. Patty Mills. Mm, that don't sit right with me. You know, if you're going to be out there, no. you got to yeah. contribute. You know, if you're not, you got to go. But the problem is, what team will take him? You know, you're kind of left holding the bag until the contract expires at this point. 
And I believe when the contract expires for Patty Mills, they're not going to make him another offer. They're going to look for somebody else. You know, I mean, it wouldn't make it wouldn't be to their benefit to keep to keep him. Same thing with the Paul Gasol. When his contract expires, I'm sorry, man, but it's time for you to go. <laughs> yeah. Time for Let's you to see. go. Let's, let's see. It's like this. We got the third oldest roster in the league. So uh, we got a lot of seniors. That don't say shake up. Yeah, that don't say shake up. I don't know what it what will. Yeah, we need some youth and some athleticism. You know, maybe we'd be looking into the, the Austin Spurs, you know, in the near future to maybe call up some of them guys because they just finished winning the championship for the G League. Yep. And Derek White was playing out of his mind. So, I mean, he's, See, that's another you know, thing guy. I don't get. Why aren't the Spurs playing Derek White? Maybe they'd see that he needs some development, you know, and I can I can respect that. Maybe they really do see some promise in him, but they want him to get playing yeah. time, and they know I, I he don't won't know get how it. I can say that. Danny Green has no development at all. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I don't know how you can say that when Danny Green's, I'll take Derek White any day. I mean, but here's the problem. Here's the problem that happens when you have G League versus NBA. It's a different platform as far as talent goes for the talent pool. When you're playing in the G League and you're a good player, a really great player, you're going to score 35 something points just like Derek White did. But when you come into the NBA, you have bigger guys that are that are faster and stronger than you and they have a lot more playing experience and it's just a different pool of talent and I think Derek White it's going to benefit him if he stayed in the G League which he did and get playing time there versus what he's going to just be sitting on the bench because you know damn well Popovich isn't going to put him in and take Danny Green out of the game you know (laughs) see that's the problem right there he's too loyal to that guy Mm Hmm. he sure is that is true way too loyal so, you know, I love Pop, you know, but he's way too low to Danny Green, and Danny Green don't deserve no loyalty. This is the same guy that shows up to autograph sessions and, and breaks promises to kids. It's like, uh-uh, he got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so this this brings us to this next uh, segment or this next topic. Spurs, we know, are going to wind up playing the Golden State Warriors with Minnesota beating the Denver Nuggets in overtime. Now, with the Spurs playing on the road or opening up this playoff series on the road against the Golden State Warriors. I believe this is going to be one of the most hotly watched games, playoff games. Nothing. It's because of nothing more than just the drama. You have the Spurs going against the dirty play of Zaza Pachulia again. And, you know, they still have that bad taste in their mouth from last season. And I believe that the Spurs at this juncture have what it takes to maybe even upset the Golden State Warriors. I mean, you have maybe some signs of trouble in paradise with Kevin Durant saying recently that he's not taking a, a discount and he's going to be opting out of his contract in the in the offseason and have it, you know, kind of renegotiate things. But if you're content and I mean, why would you even say that? I mean, that's stuff that you keep to yourself. You don't say that before you go into the playoffs because it can create issues in the locker room and create tension, unneeded uh, tension between you and the upper management. Keep your comments to yourself and keep your mouth shut. Think about your teammates, not about yourself. And with those, with that statement, it just tells me one thing. Kevin Durant, don't give a damn about nobody else but Kevin Durant. And if he's oh, not yeah. getting his, he's going to have problems because 
if you can get in Kevin Durant's head, like I was uh, telling Tom Tom earlier, if you can get him off his game by getting in his head, creates a snowball effect where it just transpires to all the other players. So they get out of sorts, and then they're looking at each other for answers, while in the meantime, the Spurs are on their ass by beating them by 28 points. So we have the X factor in Popovich because he knows exactly what to do to the opposing team to get them out of their game. And I think that the Spurs are in great shape to pull off a good upset. I mean, what is your take on it, Tom? Tom, do you think the Spurs will be able to really, you know, punch the Golden State Warriors in the mouth and upset them in the playoffs? I think they have a little added motivation this year, considering how things ended last year. But like I said earlier, uh, what they have to do is they have to be ready for uh, Golden State's uh, game plan uh, and, uh, and almost expect them to, you know, try to do the same thing they did last year by taking L.A. out and uh, making the rest of the team, uh, making the rest of the Spurs beat them. You know, they have to be ready for that. And who's going to be running points, you think? I mean, they're not going to have a Stephen Curry for the first round. Well, arguably, they won't have him for the first round. You're going to have Klay Thompson out there, and he's more like we had said of a like a shooting guard. He's not so much as a, a facilitator as Stephen Curry is. And, I mean, well, who are they going to use as far as running the point and being a distributor? Oh, that's a that's a tough one. Uh, I would probably um, right now they got Quinn Cook as the um, uh, starting point guard on the depth chart with Sean Livingston backing him up. Yeah, but the thing is, they're not Stephen Curry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, well, I'm um, I'm hoping that that'll get them in some trouble, you know, because we had discussed it earlier, and. Steve Kerr doesn't really have a choice at this at this at this juncture. Are you really going to play your starting lineup for the full almost the full 48 minutes in a playoff series? Because you remember we said they're going to wind up getting tired. I mean, how how do you think this will affect them going into, you know, these heated battles, defensive battles with the Spurs? They're going to wind up getting tired by the third or fourth quarter, don't you think? Yeah, because they, they don't have a stronger bench as uh, most teams in the league, so they got to play their starters longer, and that add up, especially in a playoff series. Well, they have the acting the fool uh, nominee, uh, JaVel McGee. <laughs> so, who knows? Yeah, and they got him at, yeah, and they got him starting at center. Yeah, but you know, he is a big body. He can jump. He's kind of yeah. like a DeAndre Jordan to just – lob the ball to him and he'll just go and dunk it and you know it's just a clumsy version of deandre jordan yeah clumsier version of deandre jordan but the one thing that kind of worries me a bit is he's a big body that can just lay up on lamarcus aldridge and kind of you know wear him down as you know as the game goes on and the spurs achilles heel throughout the regular season is when they take lamarcus aldridge out of the game by double and triple teaming him Somebody else is going to have to step up and and knock down shots. And you had mentioned to me earlier that you think that player would be Rudy Gay. I mean, I I have to agree with you on that. I mean, what, who else do you think will step up possibly and and help the Spurs score offensively against the Golden State Warriors? 
Well, other than um, Rudy Gay and, and uh, you know, L.A., I'm thinking uh, DeJounte might uh, have a pretty good series, too. Okay. I can I could see that. And what about you, Thomas? Who do you think is going to wind up stepping up? Because you know damn well that the Golden State Warriors are going to try to take out LaMarcus Aldridge by double and triple teaming him, which means somebody else is going to have to score. Do you think it's going to be your Danny Green, Patty Mills, or who you think is going to step up for the Spurs? I think, you know, what Tom Tom said, it's probably going to be Rudy Gay, maybe DeJounte, DeJounte a little bit. Um, but I think every now and then it might be Kyle Anderson. But yeah, uh, I could see that. It's just going to it's gonna vary from game to game. Like I said, uh, the good thing about the playoffs is that there's no back-to-backs. So that helps them. Yeah, get some rest. Uh, yeah, because obviously tonight was also a back-to-back. Or was it? Or no? Almost yeah. a back-to-back. You know, they yeah, played a day ago. <laughs> Close yeah. enough. So, yeah. Uh, but, you know, yeah, it's basically just going to come down to, you know, Kyle Anderson, Rudy Gay, you know, DeJounte Murray. Or Bryn Forbes, maybe. Maybe every now and then, Yeah. Bryn Forbes, maybe you're going to get little spurts from Manu. Uh, he might actually have a game where he has a really good game, but he can't do this every game. Yeah, no. he's not. You know, he's 40 years old. That's you're asking way too much from Manu. You know, he can only give you so much. They better order and, two cases of Grandpa Juice. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, and you know, um, he he used up a lot of that energy beating the Kings the other night, so. That's the reason why he didn't really have much energy left, you know, to play against the Pelicans. But, I mean. Yeah, that and I think they were just being cautious too, Thomas. I think they were just, you know, trying to stay healthy to finish this game off, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you know, they they knew that they fell behind early. And I really think that they just knew, hey, you know what? This isn't going to be our night. No use in us killing ourselves because we know what we have coming up on Saturday. And Pop kind of pulled the plug, you know, and he's like, you know what, LaMarcus, just get your rest and we're just going to go with the bench and let's see what happens. If they bring us back, they bring us back. If they don't, they don't. But, you know, I mean, they kept it. I mean, they tried, you know, they really did try, but it made that they dug a hole that was too hard to come back from. But looking forward, you know, let's see what they can do against this Golden State Warriors team. I mean, I'm really hoping that the Spurs can at least steal one on the road and to me the one that you always have the good chance of winning on the road is that first game what do you think tom tom you think the spurs will be able to maybe punch golden state on the mouth and win this first game and steal it from them i think it's a chance um if they if they can get this win then oh this series is definitely up for grabs but like i said earlier you know spurs will be playing with house money you know, they, they they can play as loose as they want to. All the pressure is on Golden State since they'll be heavy favorites. So they can just uh, uh, play their game and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, and what about you, Thomas? You think that the Spurs have a really good chance of, of taking this first game, stealing it away from uh, Golden State? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a possibility that they can steal a game one. Uh, like I said, anything can happen. You know, in the NBA, and uh, but you know, but they got to be ready and they got to come prepared. They got to go out there and play. You know, they got to limit their turnovers. 
you know, you got to get rebounds, which is easier said than done, but they're going to have to really be on their A game. Uh, if they can pull one out on game one, I think that'll be big for them, uh, stealing one on the road. But uh, it's going to be tough. You know, even without Curry out there, it's still going to be tough, tough task. True enough, you know, so we'll just see what happens. You know, Spurs fans got to bring the Spurs fever. You know, you got to bring out your your Spurs best, bring out your jerseys and T-shirts, flags, car flags, everything you got. You know, turn on the candles, light them up, and let's hope that this Spurs team can steal one on the road and get home court advantage. That would be huge for them. And I think it would actually put the fear of God in the Golden State Warriors and actually start getting them scared. Because I think in the back of their minds, they're questioning, questioning, can we really beat the San Antonio Spurs team? Yeah, they're, they're minus Kawhi, but you always have that doubt, you know, because you always know that you're not at full strength. And they the Spurs did play them tough this last game, you know, that they matched up with them. So that's something that they got to be thinking about. Yeah, Draymond Green wasn't in the game for the full 48 minutes. He was hurt. He had an, his elbow hurt. But the one thing that hurts Golden State, I think, more than anything is Draymond Green's mouth and the amount of technicals he's going to get. You know, he can actually get ejected from the game if you can get under his skin. And that's the thing. If you can annoy him and you can get him out of there as soon as you can, you know, maybe in the by the second, third quarter, I think the Spurs got a real good chance of getting in there and stealing the game. Maybe not even just one, but maybe two. You know, because if you can get the first one, you're going to have all the pressure, like you guys said, on the Golden State Warriors team. And at this point, when they have pressure put up against them and they're not at full strength, I think they can fold, man. I don't think they're mentally tough enough right now. What do you guys think? Yeah, I was just going to say, um, you know, anything is uh, possible. And with Golden State being without Curry, you know, that's a that's a big blow to them. Yeah, I believe so, man. And uh, in closing, Thomas, what do you got to say? I mean, what do you think is really going to wind up happening before the Spurs wind up coming home? Will they at least, you know, be able to make a dent and maybe put the fear of God in this Golden State Warriors team? And, you know, how are they going to fare here at home? Well, um, like I said, man, you know, it's just going to come down to how uh, they approach these games and, like I said, you know, like we talked about earlier, you know, the Warriors are going to try to double team the Marcus. They're going to make other people beat them. So everybody else has to be ready. Everybody else is going to have to be up and uh, be able to step up and make plays because the Warriors know that Lamarcus Aldridge is their best offensive weapon. So they're going to try to double team him, triple team him, try to get him out of his rhythm, and they're going to force everybody else to make plays. So everybody else has to be ready and. Uh, you know, I mean, there's really not much more I could say other than Spurs just got to figure it out and have somebody yeah. some other people got to step up. Some of these role players got to step up. $50 million man, Patty Mills, you got to start knocking down some open threes. Same thing with Danny yeah. Green. You can't pass up those opportunities. I mean, it was so bad that even the New Orleans Pelicans, when Danny Green was at that three-point line, they just got away from him. Like, we dare you to shoot it. They're not even guarding him anymore. That's how you know he's not good. Yeah, we was like, go ahead and shoot it. We dare you to shoot it. You know, and he was shooting it, and boom, brick, brick, brick. I'm like, oh, God. And I've been saying this for the longest time. Nobody fears this guy at the three-point line. Yeah, and not until he starts knocking them down, you know. Until he starts knocking them down, 
you know, nobody's going to really see him as yep. an offensive threat. So we need Danny Green to get back to form and, and Patty Mills as well. They need to start knocking down these threes to help open up the game more for the San Antonio Spurs, especially in the paint with uh, for LaMarcus Aldridge so he can get some easy buckets. So we'll go ahead and end this episode of the Two Shots podcast. We're going to be uh, bringing you some uh, play-by-plays uh, and hopefully maybe some updates as the game goes on on Saturday when the Spurs are in the playoffs. So keep an eye out for us on the Two Shots Facebook page. And you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and, t- and Twitter at Two Shots Podcast, which is spelled out T-W-O-S-H-O-T-S Podcast. And you can also look us up on the World Wide Web at TwoShotsSA.com. So, guys, you all take care. And until next time, go Spurs, go.